Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for hanging out. I appreciate it. We got some cool episodes coming up this week. This is going to be a, at least a four-episode week, just so you know. Layla Rahimi is doing an episode later on this week, and I am excited about who her guest is and what that conversation is going to be like. Obviously, the boys at Sports Adjacent have something for you, and I've got at least two episodes that I'm going to share, and maybe more, mainly because, like, this episode tonight just kind of struck me. Um, I don't know if it it would be anything that I would necessarily do on the show, although I think I missed an opportunity with Big Ant being on the show because he's going to be mentioned inside this episode, but, you know, we were really only talking football today because the championship games were yesterday at the time that I'm recording this. So there wasn't really a ton of room to do some of this stuff, which is the whole reason that House of L exists anyway. When there's other stuff that's on my mind or of interest to me, I can bring it up and talk with you for a little bit. Overall, I'm going to get into something very specific in a minute, but I, I, I want to talk about how I've really enjoyed the dialogue that I've had, strangely enough, from mostly men, because it's mostly men who follow me on social media, about women's college basketball. I think that it's, it's great that we are having conversations about a sport that has grown exponentially over the last three to five years. And with last year's Final Four, how crazy it was, there's a, a big a big discussion about women's basketball. I think it's captured people's imagination in a way that maybe people weren't expecting. And then they came to the game and they're like, oh, okay, this is dope. I'm not a women's college basketball expert. I'm an enthusiastic viewer. It's been this way, and it's funny. I was talking with a friend of mine, Umfan Udoka, and if the last name sounds familiar, it's because Umfan is Ime's sister. So Umfan played at DePaul when I was there. She's one of the leading rebounders in DePaul women's history. She's also been – I got to get her on the podcast. Then I think about it – I'm going to get her on the podcast if she says okay. I don't even know if she even does interviews, but I'm going to ask her. She also has played on Team Nigeria. She played in the WNBA. Like She's very ensconced in Nigerian basketball. Pretty interesting. Anyway, we were having a conversation because there was a big reunion at DePaul. 
And my favorite player, like, of all time was at the reunion, Kim Williams. And I got, like, a little emotional and, like, starstruck because when Kim and I are about the same age, I think she might be, I think she might be, like, a year older than me. And what's really cool is that she, there's a, she played with a member of my family. <laughs> and so... I ask about stories about her because she's so dope. She used to play noon ball with the boys. And watching her play like full speed with us, it was so amazing. But I'm like really happy for her that you know she's she's still out here. And, you know, she's a, a legend from Marshall High School. And I, I, used, I used to just marvel at her at DePaul. So, like, seeing her, Umfan put up a, a reel, and I was like, yo, that's the GOAT. That's the GOAT point guard right there. That's not why you called. But I, I enjoy the fact that there were – men who were earnestly like fanatic about women's college basketball because last week I was watching the South Carolina LSU game. Someone mentioned that DePaul should have Don Staley come in and do like interview her for the men's job. And I'm like, I don't think they can pay Don what <laughs> what South Carolina is paying her. But I would call her if I were DePaul and ask her, hey, could you just come in here and look at some things? So I'm watching that game last week. Two of the heavyweights in college basketball right now. It looks like Don Staley has done a good job of finding some shooters to add to that massive like inside presence that they have with Cardozo. So that's deadly. You know, because they already had the the game inside the paint on lock. And now with a couple more shooters, it's going to be really hard to beat them. So so we'll see how they do. But they look they look real strong. LSU. Which is what I wanted to talk about. And this happened last week. Like, this is what kind of brought about the dialogue last week. When I watch LSU now, I think that they have more talent than everybody. I think they got more talent than South Carolina. I think they have more talent than Iowa. I think they have more talent than Utah. It is just, it looks like an AAU squad. Like, it's just... All-American after All-American after All-American. They've had all these people transfer in. The, the big names, of course, being Anissa Morrow, who's a, a DePaul player. She transferred. Haley Van Lith transferred. And she looks lost right now. Like, Haley Van Lith is a scorer. And, and I swear, I don't know if this this type of conversation goes on down in Baton Rouge. But 
I really feel like when Kim Mulkey looks at Haley Van Lith, she sees a young version of herself all the way down to the 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 pigtails that, that Haley is rocking. And I don't think they're the same player. I think Haley is a killer. And not that Kim wasn't. Kim was a total killer when she was a player. Uh, but I think that Haley is a shooter, and I think that she's miscast as a point guard. And Kim Mulkey has her out there playing point guard, and it hasn't worked yet. Yet. It it could work. But I was watching tonight's game against Mississippi State, and I was sitting, because I came in like, halfway through the game because I was doing TV and I'm sitting there going, man, Van Lith must be hurt because I'm not seeing her in the game. And then in the last minute, like she popped up back in the game. They're having problems with entry passes to the post. And I think that they're, it's the team's so good that there's not enough basketballs. There's so much talent that there's not enough basketballs. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because Morrow's got to get her shot. Van Lith has got to get her shot. Angel Reese has got to get her shots. And it just feels like, and and they still have like ballers like Michaela Williams and last year Poa. Like, there are players on this team that are so good. But I don't feel like they're, I, I forgot, uh, Falaju J. Johnson, too. It's like it's just baller after baller after baller after baller on the team. I watched them against Mississippi State. Mississippi State's pretty good. Like they'll be a tournament team this year. And I'm watching LSU not recognize that tonight was a night where you wanted to feed Angel Reese the ball. I didn't see the final box, but I think it was like 20. She had 20 and 17, I think. And I'll check while we're talking. And she didn't get enough touches at the end of the game. And I'm sitting there like, you might want to get her the ball in the post. And they couldn't do it. And the same thing happened in the game against South Carolina. Now, South Carolina makes it difficult on you. 20 and 18 for Angel Reese. Um, they make it difficult on you because they've got Camilla Cardozo in the lane. So it's harder, but the angles of which the passes are going in aren't great. And sometimes they just miss her. There's a lot of my turn stuff going on. Like just when I watch it and it just feels like everything's out of sync. Now I fully expect the LSU is going to be a, a final four team. Unless they can't get it together, but I, I'd be shocked if they couldn't. Stranger things have happened. It just seems like, yo, 
you guys got to do something. You got to some someone's going to have to put their their stats aside. And like to Van Litt's credit, I think that she's done that. I think that she's been a willing participant in this experiment. I also think that as much as I love uh, Anissa Morrow, because I, I think she's an incredible player, I still think the best player on the team is Angel Reese. And I feel like that, like that shouldn't be – I shouldn't have to give a caveat to that. This is an All-American National Championship player. So I don't see any – to me, everything should still kind of run through her especially when you're trying to come back in a game and she has an advantage in the post, get her the rock. And everyone else is going to have to scramble for theirs. You can play a little inside out if you want, but it just seems like everything is out of sync. Now, Kim Mulkey clearly is a great basketball coach. And I'm sure that she's probably, she probably saw this in practice, you know, Weeks before I'm making my little podcast about it. But she's got to fix it. And I, and I wonder if there is something to the idea. And we're not there yet because this could, could completely be turned around six weeks from now. But if it isn't, if we see them exit in the Sweet 16 or something like that, it leads to a good question about, like, how do you go about building a roster? And should a roster should should a roster look like, you know, the U.S. women's or the U.S. men's national teams in basketball? Where it's like there's so many good players, they'll just figure it out. I think that the that women's college basketball now is st- – still too good like the international game has hasn't quite caught up to the americans but there's too many good teams like i brought up iowa and south carolina and utah but there's other teams out there too just like that mississippi state team not ranked as of yet we'll see if they get ranked after picking up this win but there's other teams like that in Ohio State, for example, that can be problematic for you. So we'll see if we if they can get it figured out. But I just I also just wanted to say like I I'm happy to see growth from sports fans that quite honestly, like there's all sorts of other games that are on. And I'm riveted to that situation because I want to see if it can work. But also, there's a there's electric personalities involved. And what's cool is, is that it doesn't matter that it's not men's. Honestly, and I joked about this last week. I think if you were to ask the average sports fan the average male sports fan right now how many women's college basketball players could you name and if I took your favorite men's college basketball team away how many men could you name 
We'll get to know him once the tournament comes around. I usually start about now when it comes to college basketball. Men's college basketball, I kind of start about right now, midway through conference season. Who's good? Who's fighting for a spot and good seating in the conference tournament? Like that sort of thing. But most of these guys, we don't even really know. We'll know them once we get to the tournament. We don't really know them now. But I think it's cool that there's cool discourse going on about the women's game and that people are actually intrigued. Like, How how can this thing at LSU work? Can South Carolina get back to where they, they probably should have been last year? And can they finish the job again? Can anyone stop Caitlin Clark? And she's got some help this year, too. But I I enjoy it. I'm glad that I'm glad that it's out there. So I just wanted to share. Maybe you're going through the same thing and you're like, yeah, I really dig that. I'm 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 watching more of it. I'm watching more regular season stuff, so I'm ready when the women's tournament comes around. It's good. I think it's good for all of us to grow. You know what I'm saying? I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day, no matter when you're listening to the pod. And like I said, there'll be a lot of episodes this week, so stick with us. This is why I'm trying to keep these as 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 tight as possible. But you know me, I sometimes just keep talking. So I'm going to stop talking now. I'll talk to you next time. Peace.